to the Phoenix Life with Liz. I am so happy and appreciative that you have decided to join me again in this journey and in our ongoing conversation. As always, I am Liz Rourke, your host, and today we are going to be diving right in, discussing the big, dark, scary, and difficult subject of the T word, trauma. Now, this can be a potentially triggering conversation for some, so please use your best judgment and do what's right for you before deciding if you should continue on with me today. So I'm going to hold here for just a moment and give you some time to process this trigger warning and make a choice. Now, not only can this topic be triggering for some, but on the lesser end and for most, it can be just downright really uncomfortable. It's incredibly important we discuss it and truly understand what trauma is, what is it caused by, what the various types of trauma are, what the impacts it can have on someone are, and how can we start to heal and overcome the trauma that's inflicted upon us and that we experience. So why is it so important that we start here? You might be thinking, this is so dark. This is so heavy to kick things off following just the one welcome episode we've had. And I can see where you're coming from. But the Phoenix Life with Liz's primary focus is to strengthen and celebrate the ability we have to choose to rise from the ashes, better and improved versions of ourselves. How we can absolutely reinvent and redefine ourselves as we emerge from catastrophic situations. In order for us to rise from the ashes, though, we must first burn. We have to, something has to happen for those ashes to be created. And that is the trauma, the burning, the flames, and the destruction that fire brings with it. That's the same type of destruction that trauma brings with it. We need to understand how we got to this place of being amongst the ashes, the struggling and the suffering we find ourselves in so that we can best adapt and adjust to showcase just how resilient we really are. All right, so if you've decided to stick around with me today and forgive me in advance, feel the burn, let's talk traumas. So let's start really high level by answering the questions, what is trauma and what is it caused by? So trauma is defined as a psychological, emotional response to an event or an experience that is deeply distressing or disturbing. Now, trauma can be caused by experiencing the event firsthand, having something done to you personally, or even by simply bearing witness to it, watching something happen to someone else. These events or experiences can range from a variety of situations. Some I'll mention here as examples, but keep in mind, it's not limited to this. So it can range from anything from childhood trauma to emotional, physical, or sexual assault and or abuse, domestic violence, mugging, burglary, war, natural disaster, mental and physical illness, loss of loved ones, incarceration, addiction, car accidents, and like I said, that's just to name a few. Like, holy crap, Wow, no wonder so many people have traumas we need to deal with. In the United States alone, 70% of adults have experienced some type of traumatic event at least once in their life. That's 223.4 million people. And that's just one out of 195 countries in the world. And so if the statistic holds, that's a buttload of people, man. There are considered to be three main types of classifications of traumas, acute, chronic, and complex. Acute traumas result from a single incident or event, whereas chronic traumas result from a repeated prolonged experience such as domestic violence and abuse. 
Complex trauma, however, results from exposure to multiple varied traumatic experiences or events, often of an invasive interpersonal nature. So it's unlikely that you would develop complex trauma by witnessing it happen to someone else. This is something that has happened to you and multiple times of varying types. Now, all of this information may be really resonating with some of you right now. And you're like, yes, this is giving a definition to what I've experienced. This is making me have a better understanding. I know that it does for me, but I do realize that for some of you, it may be prompting you to wonder to yourselves, I don't even know if I've experienced trauma. How, how can I know? How do I tell? Now, the good news is that not everyone will be touched by trauma or has been touched by trauma. And this is really great news. But for the majority of us, we will be touched by trauma if we haven't been already. And for some of you, you may have been impacted by trauma, but not have an awareness to it. And without having an awareness of your trauma, you won't be able to start the process of healing and growing from it. So awareness is key. Awareness of trauma is vital. So to assist in creating awareness to potential trauma, it's important to know and recognize how it manifests and how it can display itself. Now, symptoms of trauma can manifest physically, emotionally, and psychologically and can widely vary from one individual to the next. So the examples I'm going to give are just just that, just some very few examples. It could be completely different for you, or I could be explaining exactly how you experience it and what you feel. So some examples of physical symptoms include insomnia, nightmares, loss of appetite, hypervigilance, racing heartbeat, agitation, easily startled, fatigue, and difficulty concentrating. Some examples of emotional and psychological symptoms include anger, shock, the feeling of being lost, hopelessness, guilt, shame, withdrawing from others, denial, and experiencing a true animalistic type fear. Now, it's really important to know that trauma can also lead to mental health issues and illnesses, ranging from anxiety and depression to PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, CPTSD, or complex post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a lesser known but newer diagnostic concept dealing directly with that third trauma classification of complex trauma, which just as a reminder, is brought on by exposure to multiple varied traumatic events and experiences, most likely of an invasive interpersonal nature. So multiple things of a varying type happening to you directly. What tends to surprise many, however, is that trauma can actually act as a triggering event for other mental illnesses, such as bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. Trauma not only impacts the individual, their sense of self, and shakes them to their root core, leaving them feeling lost, alone, and questioning everything they previously thought they knew or believed in. But trauma can also directly impact a person's ability to connect, initiate, and maintain relationships with other people. It can cause someone to become distrusting of others, avoidant of interactions and social situations, and hesitant to communicate or open up and share with others. It can cause a person to become hyper-emotional and overreactive, which can make some conversations, interactions, or conflict difficult, if not unbearable and impossible. They may even find it difficult to sustain relationships with loved ones previously involved in their lives. This is one of the ways that trauma has a domino effect by not just impacting or causing damage to the initial victim, but to those who witness the traumatic event, those who are close to the primary individual, and those who are to cross paths with them in the future. Trauma can also cause irreparable damage to one's career success, dependent upon which symptoms are manifesting and how severely they're experienced. 
In summary, trauma finds its way into every single aspect of your life, your sense of self, and your overall well-being. This is why awareness of trauma is so vital because trauma left undealt with kind of acts like a cancer. It grows in strength and reach and can become absolutely debilitating for the individual experiencing it. For me, I am acutely aware of the many traumatic experiences I've had to endure throughout my life. Unfortunately, I believe I've been met with more traumatic events than the average person. While as unfortunate as that fact is, it's also the reason that I am the me that I am today. I am much stronger and much more resilient. I promise to be open and vulnerable with you and share my story to not only encourage you to share yours, but to help you know that you aren't alone in your experiences and your feelings. So here again, before I dive in, I'm going to briefly pause to allow for another trigger warning announcement. So if you'd like to skip ahead or just check out, please feel free to do so. All right, so here goes the harsh, ugly truth about my traumatic experiences. For me, it begins with childhood trauma stemming back to a dysfunctional and toxic parent. I then lived through my parents' incredibly messy and horrible divorce. I've had multiple life-threatening health issues, surgeries, and head injuries, one of which seriously took me out of the game of life for about a year while I was healing. But as an aside, I'm honestly very lucky to have bounced back from that the way that I did. It could have just as easily gone the other way. So jumping back into my trauma, yeah, I know I'm not done yet. During my freshman year of college, I was raped, which is how I ended up losing my virginity. I've also unfortunately been sexually assaulted on a couple of other occasions as well. I've experienced the deaths of those close to me, a brutal physical assault, dramatic job loss, a bipolar disorder type 2 diagnosis, which was triggered by my PTSD diagnosis, now recognized as CPTSD, and to top things off, some pretty serious suicidal ideation with a couple close calls. Thankfully, that's all that they were, close calls. But now... I'm personally in a pretty great place thanks to a lot of hard work with various therapies and tools and time aiding in the healing of these wounds. But I have never been equipped or brave enough to share my story like this with others, let alone in such a public way. And while it is freeing and really empowering, it's honestly absolutely terrifying to be this open and vulnerable. But instead of letting fear take a hold of me and quiet my voice, I'm choosing to be empowered by the opportunity to use my voice to help others. This is my story, for better or for worse. These were my real life experiences. And the bad? Yeah, it was really, really, really bad. But I now recognize it was out of my control. The traumas were not in my control and not my choice. But the choice to rise... The choice to continue to rise and redefine and reinvent myself from the version of me that was a victim of so many horrible things to being the survivor I am now, that's all in my control, just like it's in your control. I have been able to find firm footing after each traumatic event and rise from the ashes, a better, stronger, smarter, and much more powerful me than I ever was before. And I was able to do this by accepting what I do and don't have control over. We don't choose to become victims, but we damn well can choose to be survivors. It's important to remember that healing is not a linear or immediate journey. Even with all of the healing and growth I've been able to accomplish, I still to this day find myself having thoughts of wishing that I somehow could have seen things coming or done something differently to prevent experiences I've had. 
But I know that while these thoughts may feel comforting or like some sort of self-assessment at the time, hindsight's 2020, and thoughts like these are unproductive and really damaging. With the tools I've learned that I plan to share with you in future episodes, as well as some here today, I'm now able to recognize the thoughts for what they are and dismiss them. And although I'm in a pretty great place now, healing isn't linear. It's hard and it's messy, but it's so worth it. So I have to choose every day to continue to rise above and out from underneath my past trauma. For my sake, I hope that is all of the trauma I experience in my lifetime, but I recognize that's unlikely. However, with each rebirth, each new reinvention of me, every time I rise up out of those ashes, every time I rose up and flew out of those ashes, the knowledge I have gained has better equipped me to deal with whatever may come my way in the future. Like I touched on before, at the heart of traumatic experiences, survivors feel helpless, isolated, lost, shaken to their core, and stripped of their power and control. So to begin to heal your trauma and address what you've gone through, like we said, awareness is the first, the first thing that you have to have. But then you can start taking steps towards healing. The overarching guiding principles and approaches to trauma recovery are restoring the person's sense of self, their sense of safety, and enabling them to once again feel empowered and in control. There are many different avenues and approaches to trauma recovery, and everyone's healing journey is different. And it should be different, because just as unique as we are as individuals, our traumatic event experiences are equally as unique. Something that may have worked really well for me may not work well for you, and vice versa. But knowledge is power, and knowing the various options available that have worked for someone, somewhere, at some time, can only better support us as we try to heal and better ourselves. So what are the options? First and foremost, I believe, and if you were to research, you would surely read as well, taking care of yourself needs to become your top priority. Self-care is self-love, and all healing stems from a place of love. So self-care could, at your earliest stages of trying to heal, be simply just getting enough sleep, make sure you're eating, make sure you're drinking water, make sure you're showering regularly, move your body, and try to stay connected to those that you trust. Therapy can provide you with multiple options for trauma recovery. There's different types of therapy like EMDR, CPT, exposure therapies, but therapy in and of itself can just be a great solution for providing a safe space for you to process your trauma with an unjudgmental, supportive, and well-educated partner, aka your therapist. Not every therapist is for everyone, just like not every therapy is for everyone. So be patient and remind yourself constantly that you are already rising and remind yourself just how strong you are simply due to the fact that you are trying. If the way your trauma is manifesting through either physical or psychological symptoms is too much and really unbearable, or makes it so that you can't live day-to-day life or can't care for yourself, it's important that you really consider seeing a psychiatrist. There's absolutely no shame in it, and there's no shame in needing medication. It could also present an opportunity for you to be assessed by a clinician to determine if there's any mental illness involved now as a result of your traumatic experience. Because again, if you're not aware of a problem or a challenge, there's no way that you can work towards creating solutions or overcoming that challenge. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a firm believer that knowledge is always power. It's something that no person can ever take from you. And the more knowledge you have, 
only aids in your efforts of self-improvement. You may have heard of triggers. Triggers are psychological stimuli that prompts a person to involuntarily recall or re-experience a previous traumatic event. Awareness of triggers is also important, but not always easy. As you become aware of what triggers you, it's best to avoid these people, places, and situations. Being triggered brings us back into that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn survival mechanism. And if we are operating out of a place of survival, there's no way that we can heal simultaneously. Again, I must stress how important it is that you are extremely kind and patient with yourself. Triggers can be really hard to pin down and identify. And even if you've been able to identify one trigger and you're actively avoiding those negative experiences or situations, you never know when it may cross your path unexpectedly or a new unknown trigger might present itself. So be kind and be patient with yourself. Make sure you give yourself the time and space you need to go through your healing journey. Don't try to rush yourself and put yourself on a timeline and don't compare yourself to anyone else. It will happen if you continue to choose every day to heal, to improve, to overcome, to rise, to choose every day to believe that you deserve better. Be proud of where you are at this given moment. You're a survivor. You have already overcome so much just by still being here. You are powerful and you deserve all good things. You will get there wherever there is for you. You will overcome this challenge as well as the next that is laid out in front of you. Remember to believe in yourself and know that I truly do believe in you. Until next time, continue to rise.